Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals Show is your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and I am right here right now to bring you into a Black Joy Friday. What makes it a Black Joy Friday, Amanda? It means that all day long we are going to be sharing Black Joy and spreading Black Joy. It is also National Housewife Day, which I don't know if we're still using the word housewife. I feel like homemaker is more appropriate, but it is National Homemaker Day. And for anybody who thinks that that's not a job... I will say this. Now, I feel like if you don't got kids, it ain't really a job. I don't know about that. I don't know if it's really a job. If you, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe y'all can call me up and tell me because it depends. Because I feel like if you have a whole house that you that you got to be the the like if if you got a whole house and you got no kids and you and it's a big old house, you usually can afford help. So it really, it's just you bossing their help around. That's kind of what, what that is. And I don't know that that's like a real job. But if you got kids, though, I'd be like, God, how many sandwiches? I'm just always amazed at how much food the kids are consuming. Kids are constantly hungry. You ever spend a day with somebody with kids? You're like, God, how many baby carrots is you going to eat, man? <laughs> fruit snacks. <laughs> so there's that. And fruit snacks. Yes. <laughs> fruit snacks and little just things coming out of boxes with little puffies. And yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyways, we got a full day for you. We got things I learned this week. We got my public service, public seals announcement. We also got the word game. We're also celebrating 50 years of hip hop with the Black Spin and more. So make sure you keep it locked right here. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and today is Friday. So you know we got to hit you with a story of Black joy. All right, Amanda. So we got to talk about Morehouse. So nearly 3,000 Morehouse men have have had their debts with college wiped clean. So Morehouse is teaming up with an organization known as the Debt Collective, the nation's first union of debtors, to cancel pending debt. So Debt Collective is actually an organization that grew out of the Occupy Wall Street that sort of mimics like the labor movement. And they said, just like workers stand together to organize for better wages or better working conditions, we believe debtors can do the same. So yeah. Good news for Morehouse men. If you graduated in fall of 2022 and before, you could have received monies to cancel your student debt. And that includes balances from everything like unpaid parking tickets, library fines, and even unpaid tuition totaling up to $30,000. Listen. Okay. We love to see that. That is something we love to see. (laughs) Yes. The Morehouse men getting it together. Didn't they have... Didn't someone... Was it Morehouse that had their tuitions covered by uh, yeah the billionaire Johnson a few years ago? Yeah, mm-hmm. Robert Johnson. Or, Robert yeah, Johnson, right? Sure. All right, good I'm stuff. Sure good stuff. House. We love to see it. <laughs> Listen, the HBCUs, y'all, y'all got to get cracking because they coming for they coming for the HBCUs. That yeah. Edward Blum, that Edward Blum, who's like coming for the free, the Freedom Fund and who came for after for uh, um, come on, affirmative action. I'm pretty sure he's going to come for the HBCUs. But you know what? We're going to talk about that on another day because today is Black Joy Friday and it's all about keeping things in a good state of mind. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seals Show. If I'm a part of a group and people in the group are speaking for the group, but they're speaking in ways that I don't support, I'm going to make a distinction about me and what their messaging is for the group. It doesn't mean I don't love the group. It doesn't mean I'm not a part of the group. It just means I'm not a part of that particular group think. Like when Bill Cosby's allegations came out, there was black people that were like, as a black person, we have to support Bill Cosby. No, no, no. This black person does not support Bill Cosby. Doesn't mean I don't support black folks, but it means that I don't support this. I don't support it. And I think it is my responsibility as an individual to separate myself as an individual from a group that I might be considered a part of for a multiple amount of reasons. When that group 
is moving in a direction that I don't support. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I take pride and honor in my agency to do so. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody We shaking up the What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached The, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Seal Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. This is Jeff calling out of West Philly. And um, I was listening to the radio station. You, you asked um, who would we rather see run in the presidential election. And me, I'm going to go with Jay-Z. Um, several reasons why I just don't want to have the um, I just don't have want to have the voicemail going so long. But Jay Z, I mean, he, he does have political ties. Um, he's been around that for a while. He has good out views on um, different subjects and how things should be ran and different policies. So I've been hearing him over the years. Um, he's not interested in shows, but. I definitely think he would be one of the top contenders for me. So thank you very much for taking my phone call and you have yourself a good and blessed day. Bye-bye. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> feel like Jay-Z's ever really presented to me as somebody who would be like a steadfast public servant. Yeah. I mean, I feel like one of the biggest critiques he gets is like he's a black capitalist. And I feel like we're in the era where people are like, capitalism sucks. Get it out of here. So I don't know if Jay-Z is going to take up the mantle to get us to the future. Yeah, I mean, I think he is, you know, somebody who, like, does support, like, I know him and Meek Mill, they support, like, criminal mm -hmm. justice stuff and reforms. Mm -hmm. You know, he's put money behind, uh, you know, projects like the documentary about Khalif Browder, et cetera. So, like, mm -hmm. there is efforts of, like, education and that's... Mm -hmm. But I don't know that that is... I don't know that that's indicative of, like, someone being a, a, a worthy president or right. if it's just indicative of someone being... <laughs> A capitalist with a conscience, right? I mean, listen. Mm -hmm. If Jay Z is the president, who go to the super the halftime show at the Super Bowl? We he need to focus on Jay Z. <laughs> we need we need him to do that. Yeah, he don't have time to run for president. Well, there we go. We solved it. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Remember to keep <laughs> keep calling us with your ideas on who you would want to see run for president. If you don't want to vote for Biden and you don't want to vote for Trump, then who do you want to see? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seal Show is your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Yours truly. It is Friday. Happy birthday to LMI, mm. Colin Kaepernick. And okay. I'm not going to say the next person because I don't care that it's her birthday. <laughs> um, she had a TV show by her name and then she showed how racist she was. They took that show right back. They had they rebooted the show and then took the show <laughs> off because she was racist. Um, and so that happened. And then I did a whole song about it where I said, I got time today. No, actually, that wasn't it. It was, you think you could be racist every single day and we will eventually come for you mm -hmm. and make you pay, but you got the wrong one back. You got the wrong one. I say you got the wrong one, bitch. You got the wrong one. And then I brought in the choir. You got the wrong one, bitch. You got the wrong one. Yeah. Parental. So. I'm talking about Roseanne Barr. Uh, <laughs> and we never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. We uh, but let me just also say this. Can you imagine? And Rita, you mentioned this recently, and I just was really thinking about it. And it was like, wow. Imagine if the entire NFL 
had meals with Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Just imagine how impactful it was. Black folks, we are in a chokehold. We are in a monetary chokehold, and it is by design. It is by design that we have been silenced by money. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the tea with it. It be the folks with the most money that be the quietest. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Talk about it. And I'm just like, I know a lot of y'all got the guap. Like, you good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're good. And you, but you not. They won't do it. So, if we were really able to get off that page, if we were really able to just release ourselves <laughs> from the shackles that they have put us in economically, man, we would really be singing, you got the wrong one, bitch. You got the wrong one to all of this oppressive BS. So, you know, unfortunately, I truly believe, and you can quote me on this, I believe it will take another system of segregation to get us there. Lord. I'm with you. And you live in Mississippi. So. Yep. I see it. You're... So that's what we you would normally talk about on another day, but it is Black Joy Friday. We're going to spread more Black Joy throughout the show. We also got Jeremiah like the Bible with the people verses and things I learned this week. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines are always open. We love to hear from you all, especially your things you learned this week. If you learned something this week, I want to know what it is. Sharing is caring. And knowledge is power. So let's do that with our community. We'll be right back to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Hope everybody's having a great Friday and really just enjoying the time that you're spending with us right here on the show. You know how we do. We got to hit y'all with a story of Black Joy. All right, Amanda, we went to Morehouse down south last hour, but now we're going to the D because Calvin T. Maine has launched both a mobile mentoring bus and an apparel line to inspire young Black youth called Encourage Me, I'm Young in Detroit. So it's Mm -hmm. all about supporting Black and Brown boys and girls and their families against the negative forces they face and deal with. So the mentoring bus is mobile and it's used to reach the young black youth who are in crisis because they might not have a positive figure in their life. So the concept is that, you know, they pull up at sporting events, community activities, and provide immediate encouragement to young people where they are and for who they are. In addition, the bus also travels from block to block, community to community, to connect with young people and provide them with career pathways, access to college or mentorship and entrepreneurship, and the ability to see their potential. So shout out to, you know, Calvin in Detroit. You know, this is what it's going to be. I think um, people don't understand, but the only way that like we as a community continue to thrive is we as a community continuing to thrive. Like that's Mm -hmm. it. Like Mm -hmm. us as individuals thriving ain't going to do it. It's got to be we as a community like bringing it back. And we've been hearing that for years, right? You got to reach back. You got to reach back. But I'm loving seeing folks really trying to find like unique ways to do that you know ways that align with what they're already doing or whatever whatever got them into a new space um and so this is great because the reality is that negative forces are dealing with so many of us and we i know a lot of people don't feel like they have anyone to turn to um and so i think this is really this is this is dope also shout out to erica ford she had a bus that she would uh bring around in new york Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. That was basically like a healing bus. You know, there was a lot of people that, of course, are being affected by gun violence and you could come on the bus and meditate. She also had a recording booth on the bus so people could come Ooh. out and get on. People could come on the bus and like get their rap on and vent that way. Um, and like, you know, that's just the the vibe, the energy that a lot of people just don't get to experience when they live in the chaotic settings of the hood. So uh, shout out to Calvin and, and all the individuals who are really trying to find ways to help people. We are right here at the Amanda Seal Show, and we'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to give us another People's Verses. Ooh, okay, y'all. So yesterday was Group Chat Thursday. You know, we talked about Keith Lee stirring up a tizzy in Atlanta. Everybody, he's left no stone unturned and has caused a lot of confusion, um, including at OLG, you know, Candy's Restaurant, Candy Birds of Escape in Real Housewives of Atlanta. So just to recap, he went there with his family. They told him that he can't get a to-go order. 
and the wait was gonna be over an hour. But once he showed up as himself, the girl at the hostess at the um, restaurant was able to see him. Was like, I got you in five minutes. And basically, he ended up saying, you know, it's all good because I want to be treated like everyone else and not special. Now, Candy mm-hmm. caught wind of this, Amanda. She heard mm-hmm. about this debacle and she had this to say on social media. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Candy and I'm about to speak on it. No, I'm joking. I'm not about to speak on it. I really just wanted to say I do appreciate Keith Lee for stopping by our restaurant and trying to show us love. It is very unfortunate that we couldn't serve him and his family. We have we would have loved to, okay? But he's right. We don't take to-go orders on the weekends and the simple reason is because we do love and appreciate the people who come and support our restaurant. On the weekends, we get a lot of community support, people in our city that show up for us, as well as a lot of people from out of town. So with that being said, we don't want to overwhelm our kitchen by having to you know, have such long times for the people who are actually at the restaurant, plus having to do to-go orders, because obviously that would make the, long, the wait times even longer. So that's the reason for that. Um, for those of you, I saw a couple of people was like, why wouldn't they take to-go orders? Well, that's why. Now, Candy, you know, she got on the internet. She spoke on it. You know, she, people were calling this a classy response because other restaurants, i.e. Milk and Honey in Atlanta, they was being a little shady towards Keith Lee when, they, when he rated their uh, restaurant. But this is the people versus Candy Birds because although Candy gave that long lament about to-go orders, the people was not buying it, Amanda. They would, they didn't like it. They said, girl, <laughs> this was cute, this little PR message you gave us. But you skip over the whole part where he said about that people were really like fixated on like the hour and a half wait and them like switching up once he came in and being able to see see, see him but so she kind of does mention it in her video she says you know like maybe the hostess saw him and wanted to accommodate him because you know that's what you that's, that's what we like to do when we see people that we like or familiar faces we want to be able to like accommodate them like i'm sure amanda you going into restaurants people are like it's amanda seals you can sit on top of the bar if you want to girl what you, what you want, what you want? <laughs> But the people felt like, you know, Candy really gave like a um, piss poor response to the uh, allegations of her restaurant. Um, you think? When it comes to people, that's what they, that's what the people think. They, they wasn't buying. They feel like she was skirting around it. It was like, you talking about to go or this girl. We want to know about why it take an hour and a half to sit down at your restaurant. What's that about? What's the tea? Okay. And, you know, okay. Kevin on stage, the comedian gave a, 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 a his take on this thing. I agree with him. He said, essentially, in order for Keith Lee to give positive reviews, for restaurants, they'd have to treat every customer exactly the same because they don't know when he's coming. They don't know, like, he usually sends his family in to get the food, so you don't know That's who the point. Right, right. So they, so he was like, it, um, business are not going to do that. They're not going to treat everybody the same. They're just not. They're not going to do that. <laughs> that's too much work. It's easier to be like, oh, that's Amanda Seals right there. Let's give her a, a grand old time. <laughs> and um, then we can post about it on Instagram. Amanda's going to put her black fist up and be like, I support this black-owned business. And, you know, that's money in the bank right there. Um, but when it comes to the people versus Candy, I feel like Candy did a good job. You know, she's also been very transparent about her restaurant debacle on her little, on her show, um, Candy in the Game. Where they talk about how the restaurant is is... It's a mess. It's a mess. But they working on it. They working on it. But it makes good reality TV. So, you know, not too much on candy. We like candy. We like candy. And that has been The People Versus. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. Yeah. Shout out to you, Seal, for being a real one. We trying to learn. What's good, y'all? See me in the Seals show. I'm in the Seals, and it's time for some things I learned this week. Now, 
Um, you know, I've been on the internet crazy for the past three weeks, but so mm-hmm. much of what I've been learning has been about Israel and Palestine. Uh, but I still got some insight into some other things uh, by just being in the mix of things. So okay. in 1847, the Choctaw Nation, of course, indigenous, indigenous tribe here from the United States, mm-hmm. um, collected money to help a famine stricken Ireland, y'all. Now, I know some mm. of y'all have known about like, oh, the Ireland potato famine. And then we mm. learned that they got on the boat and they came over to Ellis mm. Island, etc. Well, in 1847, the Choctaw Nation, which by itself was already dealing with the wounds of the Trail of Tears, which was Andrew Jackson, the American president's efforts to just mm-hmm. decimate all of the indigenous people of America while they had manifest destiny and created a whole country. Madness. Um, but they decided after finding out about a potato famine that they were going to help them. (laughs) Like, I don't... In Ireland. So basically, the Choctaws, they pulled their resources together and they got $16. (laughs) Okay. They got $16. But those 16 silver coins went over mountains, across plains, the Atlantic, Mm. to get all the way to Ireland. When the donation reached the famine-ravaged fields of Ireland, it brought more... Then mere monetary relief, it brought hope because it was a small, significant spark in the Irish people's darkest hour. And I know that a lot of people like in what's going on in the Congo right now, what's going on in Sudan, Mm -hmm. what's going on in Palestine. I know a lot of people feel like, well, what's the point of me posting? Like if I can only donate five dollars, like what's the point, et cetera, et cetera. But when people are down literally just being seen feels Mm -hmm. like so much value. It has so much value, right? Because you know that when you by yourself and you feel down, you feel like, woe is me. I'm the (laughs) only one who is dealing with this, you know? So like if you're in the world and your entire community is like being besieged and by a number of things, whether it's a natural disaster or war, et cetera, like Mm -hmm. it can just be so isolating. So just something to think about. All right. Now, as we're talking about uh, being isolated, so my mom actually sent me this. There is an island that is um, off of the coast of Antigua and Barbuda that had basically been like overrun by rats and goats because of like because of humans. Okay. And it got so overrun that it just decimated the island. And so like all of like other original wildlife like left, the birds, et cetera. And so then it became mm-hmm. just like a rock. And <laughs> the um, environmentalists around from Antigua and Barbuda were like, you know what? We're going to actually like bring this back. We're going to bring this back. Mm. And so they set up tents on the island and they caught every rat on that <laughs> island. They caught every rat on that island. And then they took all the goats And by itself, they didn't even have to plant anything. They didn't have to like do anything. Literally by just removing the invasive species, the rats Mm -hmm. and the goats, the island came back to life. Oh. So, you know, it's just, this is another lesson that when we invade spaces and we Mm. see decimation and we see deprivation, a lot of times if you just remove the invasive species, people animals, plants will revitalize. We saw that in the pandemic. We did. Once we was forced to stay home, nature was like, finally. (laughs) And last but not least, this week I learned that Gaza um, in Palestine, even prior to what is taking place now, the genocide, they already had a new category of trauma disorder. So due to the 17-year-long Israeli blockade and the frequent recurrent Israeli bombardment of Gaza since 2006, um, health med- mental health professionals noted the emergence of a new PTSD. So instead of it being post-traumatic stress disorder, it's present traumatic stress disorder because Palestinians have never gotten to the period of time post-trauma, mm-hmm. which would make it post-trauma. They've never, they're, they're still in it. Right. So something to know, something interesting that you maybe are asking yourself, like, am I in present trauma disorder? Maybe I should break up with this person. Yeah. So those are my things I learned this week, y'all. A lot to process and synthesize. Keep it locked right here, The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached The Amanda Seals Show. 
I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda. This is Laurent out of Camden. It is what it is. Um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, addictive. I own to the teenagers, but to the parents. It will make a break a business. It will make a break a friendship. It will make a break anything. It's all about what you make it at the end of the day. And with the kids, as we were kids, we didn't have social media. You know what I mean? We wrote notes and sent notes to each other. I like you, you like me. And for the kids, it's even more, I mean, just everything. And then with the public house that you were speaking of, yeah, inside training all day. Like, the world as we know it is no more. You already know it, man. You're so informative. I appreciate you. Again, this is around out of Canada. LC is what they call me. Um, love hearing you and keep winning. But yeah, man, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm in a truck. My voice is a little hoarse, but listen, we appreciate you. Keep pushing. And um, yeah, social media, again, at the end of the day, it is what you make it. But for the kids, even more worse because they're looking and seeing, and, you know, their they're parents, you know, it's just everything. But anyway, <laughs> with social media, it is what you make it. And, you know, yeah. So rock out. Let's go. Oh, and go birds. E-A-G-L-E-S-E. Thank you, Amanda. Keep <laughs> pushing and keep Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's the parents on that phone. The parents are addicted to the phone. He said social media make or break a friendship. It's true. Right. It's the damn memes. <laughs> Subliminals. I mean, the, the business, I can see, but the friendship, I was like, damn, y'all letting social media break your friendships? But I guess, you know. If you see somebody on social media showing love to somebody, but they're not showing love to you, and you like, I thought we was friends. Or if it's like, now you know I don't ride with them, but then you no, know I had to happen to me, Amanda. I had a friend. I was working on this project, and I was like, I would ask my friends to like share this thing to like support it. She told me she couldn't post it because it was her birthday, so she can't post on her birthday. Two days later, <laughs> she posted another classmate of ours doing something very similar and I was like oh okay got it noted cool <laughs> ain't been a thing hey. Amanda can can I can I present a problem and see what you say about this sure I am uh, out of cahoots with a, a very close friend right now <laughs> because she started posting things on social media before she started messaging them to me and it wasn't like that like first it would be like oh I'm getting married oh I'm pregnant and then those messages stopped coming to me and I had to learn stuff on social media and I felt a way about that I feel like as your friend I should get the news first why do I have to find out on social media with everybody else and so we have not talked for months because I I have this I told it to her lightly but I didn't say it in the way that I was super passionate but I'm hurt about it and we haven't talked you know you're hurt about it I don't think so (laughs) So but, now, but, but, did, but my question you, is why you done did to her what she did to you now we all but, know that you mad and she don't even know but my question is well she has to know because we usually talk like we you know what I'm saying but my question is why why does but social media but you aren't media... asking her that question that's what you have to ask why is social media getting this before me because I have been in that situation where I had to ask and that's when I found out because you don't consider me a friend in the same way that you consider other people and that was that yeah it feels like you know like just wanting the praise and the glorification from social media like maybe that's more fulfilling but that just hurts because we've been friends for a very long time and and now i'm prideful and i don't want to reach out so it's like all right <laughs> so the caller is right it ruins yeah. friendships there we go life is too short rita life is too short so just swallow your pride and reach out well why she ain't swallowing hers <laughs> Listen, Rita, this is coming from a seven-year producer of an inspiration team of an inspiration radio show. So she's coming at you from a place of righteousness. And I right. hear her words, because I agree. Don't ever let other people's whackness affect your decency. So oh. there's that. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. 
In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Rocking out with you on a lovely Friday. Uh, you know, it's it's November 3rd, and I don't know if y'all know this, but it is also National Sandwich Day. And I don't know if any of y'all know this, but your girl does not like a sandwich. Not a fan. Really? Not a fan. No, no, Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm not a fan of the sandwich. My mom, big fan of the sandwich. She loves a sandwich. No I, sandwich uh, appeals I, to you? So I have learned to like certain sandwiches for the sake of my own um, sustenance and survival. Yeah. Like when I lived in New York and just like needed to eat something very fast on the move, I would tell Papi in the uh, in the bodega, give me a uh, um, honey, honey turkey, lettuce, okay. tomato, mayo on a bagel. No hot, which is okay. their language, which is their language for do not toast it. So it's on a bagel with that. Are we still calling it a sandwich though? Like, so no matter it's a bagel croissant, all of it you don't like it. So I put it on the bagel because I'm not a big sandwich person. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So the bagel okay. makes me feel like it's a little more elevated. It's a little yeah. more elevated. <laughs> uh, <when laughs> then another one that I learned to like just because I need sustenance: Subway. People were big into Subway. Everybody was big into Subway. And it was like, I guess I gotta have, a, I gotta have an option here. And so I would get the uh, teriyaki chicken. Um, it was very at specific Subway? at Subway. The teriyaki chicken with provolone. Yeah, the sweet honey. It was, it was, no, but maybe it was a sweet honey chicken. Was that what it was called? It's been so long, to be honest. It's been so. I long. can't stand the smell of Subway. I'd rather eat a cheesecake factory than Subway. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Uh, yeah. I bet you cheesecake factory got a whole chapter on sandwiches. Of okay? sandwiches, but oh, they probably do. <laughs> And you know they got some situation where the sandwich comes with gravy to dip it in. Like that just that's the decadence that's happening at the Cheesecake Factory, y'all. We'll be right back. We got more coming up this hour for you. Spreading black joy. We got for the record. We got things I learned this week. We're gonna check the voicemail. It's a lot happening every day right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So don't miss out on it. Remember, you can follow us on social media at Seals Said It. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show, everybody. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And you know, every Friday, we got to hit you with a Black Joy story. So let's do it. A story of Black Joy. All right, Amanda, we know you love the kids. So this is a great story. So Hamamba Kelly is a 14-year-old young man from Virginia and has been named America's top young scientist for his cancer-fighting soap invention. Like, listen, y'all, cancer Beyond. Invention. <laughs> Beyond. Um, the ninth grader from Annadale, Virginia, received the 3M and Discovery Education Award. And along with that, he received a 25K cash prize for inventing a compound-based bar of soap called MTS to treat melanoma, a form of skin cancer that costs about 50 cents to make. So over the next five years, the young scientist hopes to create a nonprofit organization to actually distribute the soap to needy communities. He said this, I have always been interested in biology and technology, and this challenge gave me the perfect platform to showcase my ideas. I believe that young minds can make a positive impact on the world. You're right about that, Haman. You're right about that one. These kids be advanced like on a whole other level. Like the same way that we be like, these kids be too fast. It's like these other kids, like they're translating fastness into just like, forget all this school stuff. Can I just cure cancer real quick? Like, you know what I'm saying? I just love this. And you know, it always means though that well, not always, but so often, like when we see this type of elevation, it's because mm-hmm. they, they had a supportive base. They had a supportive mm-hmm. base, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's their parents, their educators, you know, to help them 
really reach their pot- their potential. So we love to see it. We love it. Shout out to VA. Think of this. Like, where do you do in your brain at school? Like certain things like this is like my brain capacity and I reach this point where you're like, how do you even start to build a soul to fight melanoma? He told like, you. He said, I've always been interested in biology <laughs> and technology. They hit me it. with the challenge and I met it. That's how. Come on now. <laughs> All right, he got it. And we got you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into our word game of the week, where I will test DJ Supreme and uh, Jeremiah Like the Bible on the words that I have taught you all over the course of the week. Now, the way the game works is that I will give them the word and they have to give me their definition. We're doing it this way because I feel like these words were a bit harder than, you know, words have been in the, I mean, in the past. So we're going to go back mm-hmm. to the original. Okay, we're going to go okay. back to the original. Now, we're going to always find out what your buzzers are. What are your buzzers, Jeremiah? Um, In honor of the City Girls first week sales, my buzzer uh, is Carisha, please. <laughs> <laughs> in honor of Cameron, it is what it is. Mine is Squale. I love Squale. I still say that to this day. <laughs> All right. So that's how it's going to go. Uh, shout out to whole, shout out to the whole Harlem, and uh, mm-hmm. let's get into it. Now, the first word is irascible. Uh, irascible. That was one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Squale. I know it. I know it. I know it because I remember the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Squale. All right, <laughs> Supreme. Someone who is easily irritated or angered. I remember you saying okay. that is correct. The word is irascible. Someone who is easily irritated and angered. Um, I am irascible. Yeah, that's how uh, I remember. It. Yeah, <laughs> particularly with certain topics. You know, don't ever come at me and say that Stevie Wonder is overrated. I will immediately oh, become wow. irascible. Wow. That's happened. All right. So Supreme takes the lead. Okay. Next word is inculcate. Carisha, please. Okay. Yes, Jeremiah, like the Bible. I remember this word. So this word is like basically to teach something, but you're teaching it through like repetition. Like the more you're doing it, it's basically helping someone to like, I guess, retain, retain it. Yes, that is the point of us even doing these quizzes on Fridays. It is to inculcate these words into your lexicon. So inculcate. All right, we've got a tie. It is a tie game, y'all. When we get back, we're going to find out who is going to take the crown this week in our weekly word game. Irascible and inculcate out the gate. We'll get back and we'll talk about these other ones right here on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible and DJ Supreme as they get tested on our words of the week. All right? Now, the two words that we've already done were irascible and inculcate. And Mm -hmm. that landed us in a tie. Yeah. The next word is eldritch. (laughs) That came Um, all right. This sounds Supreme. like an old man name. Sounds like an old man name. Mm-hmm. It does. It and does. it's eerie. It means somebody that uh, cinnamon. It's eerie. Eerie. That, that is some- correct. Yeah. I mean, we just came out of Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it describes things that are strange or unnatural, especially in a way that inspires fear. <laughs> All right. Eldritch. Eldritch. All right, this is your last chance to tie the game. Jeremiah, okay. the word is dubious. Carisha, please. Yes. The word dubious basically essentially means like something that is not unclear, but it's uncertain. So there's like a, there's an uncertainty around it, which causes like, um, like shadiness. There's, there's like a, there's like a under, yes. underbelly of... Yes. Something's not quite right with this. When I, I feel like when people do not take stances on things that have very clear sides, those people are dubious. Mm. 
lacks a definite opinion. Yes. Lacks a definite opinion. Thus, it the, and the reason why they're dubious is because it causes doubt and uncertainty and suspicion. Like That's your girl. Uh, what's her name? Kareem John. The, uh... Yeah, she's looking real dubious these days. She's looking real dubs. Real dubs. Well, you know what? The great part about this game is that we allow for a tie. Okay? We're like soccer. Like football. We allow for a tie. <laughs> so, shout out to both Supreme and Jeremiah. Good job. Good job. Even though I like The word game went one. to both of the brothers this okay. week. All right? I hope y'all got those words right, too. Inculcate. Irascible. Eldritch. Dubious. Put them in a sentence. Use them this weekend. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Sandwich Day. We're trying to break a. a, a we're trying to break a. Com- a, a what are we calling this? It's not a conflict, but it's a. It's discussion, it's a, debate, a discussion, a spirit debate. So, a spirit debate. Here's the thing: Is a breakfast sandwich still considered a part of the sandwich clink just because it's a sandwich? A sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a croissant with sausage, egg, and cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not qualifying that even as a breakfast sandwich. I'm calling that as a croissant with sausage, egg, and cheese. But to me, if it's inside bread, it's a sandwich. And I'm from Mississippi. It's a sandwich. S a m m i c h. Touche. But I just feel like I don't know that I'm considering a croissant bread. It's a pastry. I'm but it's dough in it, right? We get technical. It's dough there in it, right? Dough in it. Yeah, but there's dough in a donut, and it's not bread. It's literally dough in the name, donut, and it's not so considered if you, if bread. If you put a bacon egg and cheese in between two donuts, is it a sandwich? No, Hell it's a no. dough. It's exactly <laughs> right. I think that, we. I think I a, won. That is a nasty ass entree. That's that is. That sounds good, low key. I think I won. I think I won this, guys. It's a pastry. It's not. It's, it's not bread. Now in Mississippi, but, y'all might consider a croissant a bread. <laughs> we damn sure do. And it's in the bread section at the grocery store. With it is in the bread section. Not the Entenmann's box. Not the Entenmann's box of croissants. All right. Well, I think we'll just, we'll agree to disagree that it's regionally based. In New York, I do not consider a croissant with bacon, egg, and cheese to be a sandwich. But in Mississippi, I will. Okay. And we consider a pastry something sweet. Okay. Some sweet. It gotta have some, some crust, sweet. some cream or something on it. Mm-hmm. I see. See, you see, it's really about where you at. It's not where you're from. It's where you're at. All right. Well, yeah. we got a bonus word for the day today. It's not pastry. Uh, the bonus word today is regale. Regale. Uh, was it like um, accoutrement with like with clothes? I think like I'm thinking regale. Yeah. Never mind. That's not the right word. Just a side note: while you're thinking, someone asked on the live. Is cereal soup? No. What? Get out That's, of here. Now y'all just absolutely talking. not. It's cereal. What makes cereal it not is soup? breakfast? But because what makes it not soup? Because it's cold or because it's milk? Because chowder it's milk. is milk. It's milk. Oh, oh bisque. Bisque is 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 a whole cream broth. So what, what makes is the it not base soup? of cereal though? Is it milk? Is cereal is cereal bread? Cereal <laughs> can be bready. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> a cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, I know. What. You know <laughs> My what? My wife in the background laughing. <laughs> what does regale mean? Regale. It's re- our regale. <laughs> um, Any idea, like Supreme? What regale means? Fancy, 
something? No idea. Regale is a verb meaning to entertain or amuse by telling stories and describing experiences. Here on the Amanda Seal Show, I love regaling y'all with my experiences and my stories. Like earlier this week, I regaled y'all with my weekend at the Usher Show. If y'all missed it, make sure you go and check out wherever you get your podcasts. The Amanda Seal Show it was a good. It was a good time. I regaled y'all every day, every Friday. I regale y'all with my my experiences for our black spin since we're talking about 60 years of hip hop, 50 years of hip hop. Yeah. Regale. It's one of my favorite words. I like that. Sometimes people regale us with stories that are boring and you're just like, shut up. (laughs) This is not entertaining. Like when I had a, I told y'all, I I will always come back to this. When I had a conversation with a man I was supposed to go on a date on and he regaled me with stories of why he only uses wash rags once. What? And then he offered to take me to the Cheesecake Factory. And it was <laughs> uh, Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. We'll be right back. What's good, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. The one and only Amanda Seals. Hope everybody's having a happy Friday. If it hasn't been happy, I hope we can at least be a respite from the bullshit. You me? And one of the best ways to do that is to just get some joy in your life. A story of black joy. All right, y'all. Swish, swish. Shout out to Steph Curry because Steph Curry is supporting black designers with his tunnel walks this NBA season. So the Hmm. four-time NBA champion, he has a new partnership for the 2024 NBA season with this e-commerce site called Rocketune. So basically, it was created to support black designers from the Black and Fashion Council. So, you know, NBA players, they're known for like, you know, they tunnel walks with with their drip. Some better than others. Yes, yes. That is a thing. Yep. (laughs) Um, so Steph's like obviously has a big audience that not only helps put more eyes on the um, designs but also drives visibility for these black designers who deserve the spotlight so throughout the 2024 season um, she's going to host conversations with the black and fashion council designers to champion their journeys also highlight them as creators so Curry said this it's, it's an awesome way to create representation in a field that needs it I'm no designer I'm no fashion mogul but I know there are creative ways to shine a light on some amazing talent I'm excited for the world to see these designs on a new stage. So, you know, opening night was last week and in the game against the Phoenix Suns, Curry actually wore the first look of the collab curated by PR, Pierre Blanc. Um, and other brands include Adversary, Head of State, and Savant Studios. And you can actually purchase the looks from the game day on the website, Rekatoon.com. Look at that. I mean, Steph is really leaning into the whole like benevolence and just mm-hmm. really expanding beyond like only sports. You know, mm-hmm. I love to see that. So I think that probably also has something to do with Aisha. I think she's really also well-rounded in that regard mm-hmm. as well. So shout out to them for continuing to create more opportunities for other people who have talents and gifts. All right. That's what we're talking about. See, don't you feel a little better right now? Just get some joy in your life. That's what we do right here, y'all. It's Fun Day Friday at the Amanda Seal Show. We got more where that came from. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for us to get into a black spin. Now, we've been talking about hip-hop for our black spin topics all week, all year long, because it's been 50 years of hip-hop. And I want to talk about first week sales. Okay, so apparently the City Girls this week have been getting dragged by mm-hmm. their <laughs> sewing ponytails for <laughs> only selling something like 10,000 albums. And I feel like, I don't know about you, but it seems like everybody is getting dragged for their first week sales because nobody's really having crazy first week sales. I mean, it is very difficult to have first week sales when y'all don't even focus on albums as consumers. So if mm. you're not focusing on albums as consumers, then the artists aren't going to focus on making albums as for the consumer. For the most part, now that we have this whole streaming thing where people can buy singular records, this idea mm-hmm. of the first week sales is not as um, organic as it once was. Now, back in my time, as in <laughs> like literally 10 years ago, um, first week sales was about buying an actual physical DVD. I mean, not DVD, CD. <laughs> so there was an actual physical item that matched up with the mm-hmm. dollars, right? So first week sales were not split between someone choosing, okay, I want these songs or that songs or these mm-hmm. songs. First, first week sales had nothing to do with like, I don't even know how it works. If I have an Apple and a Spotify subscription, I can just get the album. I don't have to pay for the album. So like, right. how is that translating to actual monetary sales for these creatives? I don't know. But back in the day, it did. So much so that that's how people like uh, Master P and Drake made so much money Mm -hmm. because they were getting sales 
off of their own independent albums that they were selling out the trunk, you know, that they were selling out of like mom and pop spots and that they would actually sell at like independent record stores and whatnot. And so when we would hear first week sales about an album going platinum, it was because there was actual people buying the album. Now, the caveat to that is... The whispers in the streets are that these oh. labels would actually buy large numbers of the albums just oh. to make it look like it had sold more than it oh. actually did. Oh. Some say that Dame Dash was absolutely one of these people who did this. But, you know, not just him, oh. all of the labels. That being said, <laughs> when you hear We Going Diamond, that was because people were legit, like, mm. selling over... Because uh, platinum was a uh, platinum was a mill. Yeah, platinum's like a million records, I believe. So I think diamond was like a million and one or something like that. But like it was a very, it was ten million. Yes, yes, yes. So like think about it. So it was such a big deal for DMX because he dropped two albums in one year and he had went platinum on both albums and it was like unheard of that somebody could amass that many record sales in one year when jay-z dropped hard knock life part two same thing it was like oh my gosh like he just went platinum and we didn't even really know who this guy was the other day right that's Mm -hmm. why when you hear people say j cole went platinum with no features (laughs) like it's such a big deal because it's basically saying that he went platinum on his own name, not by doing records with other people to utilize their audience and get that audience to also buy the album. So it was another time. And I wish I would stop dragging folks because it's not even their fault that their records aren't selling like that. It really is y'all. And it's just the industry. It's not what it was. And sales shouldn't even be a thing that we're looking at because these artists aren't even getting what they should be getting anyway. Listen. That's your Black Spin right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Woo, child, y'all. This is a long week, wasn't it? This is a long week, right? Yeah, but I tell you, it's the Amanda Seal Show. Your girl, Amanda Seals. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Man, listen. Uh, we had a great day, though, because we love Black Joy Fridays. We covered a lot today. A lot of folks doing dope stuff. Morehouse, Steph Curry, all doing dope stuff. A child and created soap for curing cancer. I mean, we love that. We love right. it. Uh, we also had a public sales announcement. We celebrated 50 years of hip-hop with the Black Spin, where I talked about uh, these first week sales, etc. So we had a lot going on. We had a lot going on. We even had a, a tie in the yeah, word today. Yeah. 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 So, you know, <laughs> you got to check out tie. who got the words right. Who got the words right. And remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, get your tickets to come see me at Hollywood Improv on November 19th. Uh, I will be there screening my documentary in Amanda We Trust. All right. Remember, daylight savings time ends this weekend. So we're going to fall back. This is when it gets dark at five o'clock and renders the rest of us uh, complete. I don't know about y'all, but at, when, it, when, when it's dark at five o'clock, the day is done. The day is done. What, what, what did I do? I didn't do nothing. So shout out to everybody. And just a side note, the only thing that we have been able to see a bipartisan agreement on since... Biden came to office was the Senate agreed on actually undoing daylight savings. <laughs> it didn't it's make it through the house are. yet, but the Senate was like, it, the fact that Mitch McConnell was even like, yeah, this is nonsense. This is nonsense. Because um, I feel like he would have just found some way to make it like, no, because black people like when the sun is up longer. So Please. we can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. You know, because their skin, because their skin. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all for listening so much. Uh, we will be back on Monday with more of the Amanda Seal Show. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.